are you two doing? The revolution with Jim and Trav is what America is screaming for. Ah! Oh, yeah! You are a part of it. One's as bad as the other. Rev it up, baby! You are the reason the outdoors is rising. Go! It's go time! And together, we're taking it mainstream. I don't believe you're seriously considering listening to these men. Welcome to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Here they are. Please stand for the national anthem. Oh, we're talking conservation. Stones of conservation. By the dawn's early light. So I don't know what the big deal is. I think Fergie nailed it. <laughs> she was, you guys didn't know this. She was actually uh, my mentor and vocal coach. <laughs> it makes a lot of sense. That is why I also pee myself on stage. <laughs> All right, so we are talking the cornerstones of uh, conservation on today's show. I'm so pumped about this. I know we're kind of in the throes of winter right now, but now is the time to plan uh, ahead. Exactly. To start thinking about the future and conservation and food plots and all that good stuff uh, that goes along with Habitat Work. So awesome, though. We're going to do a special doubleheader uh, with Mr. Greg Ritz of Huntmasters. It is on Outdoor Channel airing Sundays, uh, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. He's sticking around for two parts. Man, that's cool. It's hard to believe because he really hates Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't hate Bunny? Uh, then we're going to be joined by Mr. Pat Reeve. He's the co-host of A Driven with Pat and Nicole. That is on Outdoor Channel as well every single Tuesday, uh, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Then finally, Mr. Mac McKeever. He is with the uh, Public Affairs uh, for L.L. Bean and also L.L. Bean Guide to the Outdoors on Outdoor Channel 2. And that is every single Tuesday, 1.30 p.m. Eastern Time. But you can get all of these shows on the My Outdoor TV app. Solid lineup, guys. That's right. Yeah, and it's great to find out on things that we can do right now to plan ahead. And maybe you get your piece of paper and pencil out and listen up because a lot of great stuff's coming down the pipe. That's right, Take some notes. The only weak part is going to be Bunny. Buddy, what are you going to talk about? <laughs> getting kids outdoors. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Bunny, she's getting kids outdoors. Impossible even you. She's brought to you by Nissan. Mrs. Bunny mentored Teddy Roosevelt. She founded the NRA, won the 2018 Daytona 500, eats bacon at every meal, uh, and tattooed her entire body in Realtree AP. Ow, ow, ow. Good looking and smart. Mrs. Bunny is brought to you by Nissan and the all-new American Titan at NissanUSA.com. Okay, I think one of the key parts of conservation, obviously... The true cornerstones, right, really. ...is funding, right? Funding comes from the sportsmen and women who go out and they purchase sporting arms, ammunition, fishing equipment, any hunting and fishing supply, because with the Pittman-Robertson Act and the Dingle-Johnson Act, all of the money from those excise taxes go back into conservation. Um, However... I think that to the date, there's been like $8 billion put back into wildlife, habitat restoration, etc. You know, conservation issues because of these things. However, money is only made based off of... Participation. Participation. who, Who goes out there and spends money. And so we have to have a steady crop of people who are interested in the outdoors, who are interested in hunting and fishing in order to fund these um, 
in order to contribute to these funds. So this is my segue here to getting kids into the outdoors, reintroducing people. I was wondering what you're building things up to. I know. Sorry. It took a minute. Okay. So I came across a story about Georgia getting a new program um, jump-started. It's in their legislative uh, process right now, and it's called the Georgia Youth Outdoors Passport Act. And they're essentially um, letting first-time Georgia hunters and anglers of all age receive an outdoor passport license that grants them the ability to fish and hunt in many different types of game at reduced cost during their first year participating in the program. Oh, wow. Okay, so Georgia's not the only place that does this kind of thing. I mean, there's a lot of things across, a lot of places across the nation that has something like this. New Mexico has a mentored youth program. Iowa has their hunting and conservation camp. Kansas does. Kansas has the Pass It On program. Yeah. Um, Safari Club International has an American Wilderness Leadership School in Jackson Hole. Um, The NRA has a Youth Hunter Education Challenge program. Um, After you go through hunter safety, they uh, take you through um, simulated hunting conditions, um, give you the best practical environment for reinforcing and testing young hunters' skills and things of that nature. Well, you have like the uh, Delta Waterfowl has the first hunt program, or how about the Scholastic Shooting Sports Foundation? Absolutely. Uh, That's nationwide. Also, the National Archery in Schools program. And 4-H programs across the country. I mean, 4-H is really heavy here in the Midwest, but it's across the country, and they also have a shooting sports program. 4-H. 10 seconds. What does it stand for, Jimbo? Hunt, hunt, and hunt, and hunt. Folks, we're out of time. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, go on. I'm not even going to answer it now. You didn't even try. Well, the fact that fewer and fewer um, kids are participating in hunting and fishing activities across the country uh, makes this an even more important reason to get these programs to fund these programs even more to get kids in the outdoors, but also to expose them to different activities, whether it's hunting, whether it's fishing, whether it's shooting sports, whatever it is, because every kid that grows up that becomes a hunter, fisher, outdoorsman, then contributes to the cause, which is to these excise tax funds, which in turn fund wildlife habitat conservation projects across the country. I think what a lot of people don't realize, even non-hunters, is that conservation as a whole, the funding for wildlife comes almost exclusively paid for almost exclusively by sportsmen. And that is for not only game species, but non-game species alike. And so it is, it's crucial that we have people funding America's wildlife habitat and wildlife across the country. And kids are the future of that. So uh, that to say, you need to be a mentor or you should be um, participating in or being an advocate of these hunting programs for kids across the country. But one of the things that we have not talked and I'm not so sure, I'm a baby boomer, I don't think my dad taught me, is conservation starts at a very young age. And you've got to have a program set up in order to let people know what they can do in their neighborhood to improve the habitat for the wildlife out there. You know, whether it be like uh, doing things in the river, you know, taking uh, trash that everybody throws out, except you and I, of course. Oh, yeah. But teaching that conservation at the same time you're teaching them how to fire a gun or or uh, hunter safety or whatever it may be that has to be part of that curriculum and not just kind of a sideline but it actually has to be have as much focus as that hunter education. I think a great place to start, and a lot of people don't realize it, is that a lot of these big organizations, we're talking Delta Waterfowl, Ducks Unlimited, Pheasants Forever, Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation, all these places, they need volunteers. And you can help with actual boots on the ground, and you can get your hands dirty, and you can take your kids along and um, help them uh, introduce them to conservation efforts. And that's a great way to do it. Also, funding these, having a membership to these organizations also helps fund conservation. That's right. And if you hop on our website, jibbetrav.com, you can find links uh, to all sorts of programs where you can get involved, actually get your hands dirty 
uh, doing habitat work is such a a magical thing, uh, and it really is a great way to get kids involved. Mrs. Bunny, is that it? That's it, guys. All right, Jimbo, I'm actually going to enroll you. I would hope. Uh, I think it's actually called probation. But (laughs) (laughs) you're going to do it, and you're going to get a jumpsuit when you pick up trash. Do I have to wear the little ankle thing? And you have to be in bed by 9 o'clock. All right, so don't go anywhere. Coming up next, we have Mr. Pat Reeve. Driven with Pat Nicole. That's right, Driven with Pat Nicole. Make sure you watch it every single Tuesday night, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor channel or with the my outdoor tv app he is coming up next mrs bunny thank you so much bet, guys we'll see you later all right pat reeve right after this don't go anywhere Uh, I really am worried about the future of our sport, you know, how they're going to manage wildlife in future generations because there's just not uh, a lot of hunters that are coming up uh, behind us. Here's Mrs. Bunny with a big game tip. Big game, big efforts. A recent executive order aims to increase hunting of big game herds in western states, which Interior Secretary Ryan Zink says will help preserve the population for animals such as mule deer, elk, and antelope. The order is intended to improve the habitat of the animals which have been harmed by residential development and establish better migration corridors. The order would have the Interior Department work with state and private landowners through voluntary agreements to study the migration habits of wildlife across federal lands of several western states to find ways to improve their habitats. The Revolution with Jim and Trav, live 24-7 at JimandTrav.com. Connect with the number one outdoor radio show on the planet and stay tuned. The Revolution will be right back. Right now, watch thousands of the best outdoor TV shows with My Outdoor TV. This is how we do it. It's real people, real adrenaline. The new app that lets you stream from the world's largest library of exclusive outdoor content. Y'all want more? I'm going to give you more. You can even download. It's adventure to go. That's what I'm talking about. Powered by the leaders. Built on the experience of legends. Start your free trial today. Download the My Outdoor TV app right now. You hear that? It's not a countdown. It's a count up. 36,101 miles. 36,102 miles. Day after day, you push your truck to the limit. But here's the thing. Most truck warranties offer bumper-to-bumper coverage for only three years, 36,000 miles. Just 36,000 miles? Come on. Your odometer doesn't care if your warranty falls short. It just keeps on ticking. So here's what Nissan's going to do. We're backing the 2017 Titan with America's best truck warranty. Five years, 100,000 miles bumper to bumper. So the odometer can keep doing its job. And you can keep doing yours. Take on tough jobs with the 2017 Nissan Titan and America's best truck warranty. Five years, 100,000 miles, bumper to bumper. Limited warranty details available at your local Nissan dealer. Certain exclusions apply. Call 1-800-249-7225 for comparison details. Welcome back to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. We're discussing the cornerstones of conservation this week. Now joining the boys is Pat Reeve, co-host of Driven with Pat and Nicole on Outdoor Channel. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Here's Jim and Trav. Do, 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 do. Good night, sweetheart. Is that Shanana? It's Shanana right there. Yeah, yeah. Shana. Ba, la, 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 
I don't know what you're talking about. All right, Richie Valens. Who was before the break? <laughs> before the break was Mrs. Bunny, and she was talking about the things that we can do right now with our kids uh, yep. to get them conservation-minded, because we're talking about the cornerstones of conservation on this week's show. That's another person that doesn't like to ride in planes, Bunny. All right, so we're just now being joined. Yeah, I understand. All right, so just now being joined by half the dynamic duo that is Pat Reeve, uh, driven with Pat and Nicole every single Tuesday night, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Uh, welcome to the show, Mr. Pat. But, you know, you said something kind of interesting during the break. Uh, we're going to touch on something that is kind of regularly passed over, and that is water sources. It seems like so many hunters have an incredible amount riding on their food plots. They're putting out just hundreds of dollars worth of minerals. But you were saying if you want to attract new deer to your property, and if you want to keep the deer you have on your property longer, this is one thing you can't overlook. You have to have water. Is that correct? Yeah, you know, that's a great point because everybody that's probably watched Driven over the past several years has really probably picked up, and I do a lot of seminars on this exact topic, is implementing water holes in your hunting area because deer, they can go without food, especially bucks during the rut, but they cannot go without water. They have to have water several times a day. So implementing these water holes in and around your, you know, your food sources and stuff like that, your, you know, food plots, um, can be, become more of a drawing card, uh, so to speak. So, you know, we do that on our properties, uh, probably like a couple hundred acre chunk. I might put in two or three different water holes, um, you know, near my tree stand locations in order to draw the deer to my spot, um, not just with a food source, but also, of course, with water. And I always get the argument, well, what happens if I got a lot of water already on my property? You know, how am I going to draw a deer to a specific water hole? And what I say to that is, you know, I tell people, I said, just like if you, um, your master bedroom is up uh, in the second story upstairs in your house, you don't like to go down in the middle of the night and get a drink of water. So you make it available for them. You make it easy for them. And we tuck these water sources or little water holes in or in and around cover close to the bedding areas um, to where deer feel very comfortable about coming in and getting a drink. And these things really turn on during the times of the year that, um, you know, it's dry out or it's warm uh, when deer are really needing that water. And, um, you know, we've been very successful. I just shot this year, second day of our archery season, I shot 182-inch typical uh, right in. And I shot them in the exact same tracks that Nicole shot her big buck last year. Um, and I had trail cameras set up, so I was able to pattern this deer's movements but coming to water in the evening. As he got up out of his bed, the first thing he did is hit the water source, and then he would go out and feed. And and I had it, one of those kind of staging areas. And, it, you know, to shoot a 182-incher right away, first part of the archery season, uh, over a water source is, is saying something. Yeah. Now, there's been a, a lot of conversations about the sizes of food plots. Now, do you find that a smaller food plot uh, works better than a larger, or or do you find that the placement of the food plots is more important than the size? Or perhaps the shape of the food plot? <laughs> well, 
um, you know, where you put it is definitely beneficial for your hunting a lot of times because you try to get your food plots tucked into where deer feel comfortable, not where they're coming out, where they might be, you know, visible by roads and stuff like that. You try to keep them remote as possible. Um, and then you also think about your hunting approach and your stand approach, you know, that you're not going to be alerting deer, uh, by walking in and, and getting into those tree stand locations where they might be bedded and you might bump them. So, um, you know, you got to pay attention to that as well. But I think it, in terms of size, you know, it's just about if you plant a food plot and maybe you put a, a bean field out there because deer will attract a lot of times to soybeans. Um, the bad problem is if you have a lot of deer in your area and you put a small food plot in, they're going to eat it off and, and graze it down before it even has a chance to mature. They're, yeah. they're going to wipe it out. So you have to protect that food source if it's not a very large one. So you're just limited on size. Um, then we'll go in and fence it. And um, all we basically do is take, you know, eight-foot uh, f- high uh, steel fence posts and pound them every <clears throat> 12 feet or so, maybe 20 feet, just depending. And then we put snow fencing around it and mm. just zip tie uh, the snow fencing to the posts all the way around that small interior plot. And we double it, actually, so they can't jump it. It becomes, you know, almost 10 foot high by the time it's said and done. And, and then it's real easy to take down when you want to expose that food source to the deer. You bet. Hey, that was Pat Reeve. He knows a heck of a lot about a lot of stuff. He's a good man. He's a great man. Make sure you watch Driven with Pat and Nicole again on Outdoor Channel Tuesdays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Also, uh, with the My Outdoor TV app, you have to watch it. All new episodes coming up, uh, third quarter. That starts in July on Outdoor Channel. Now, Mr. Pat, coming up to a break to learn more about you guys, you, Mr. Pat, Miss Nicole, your kiddos, what you're doing, adventures. Where can we find you online? Uh, you can just check us out at DrivenHunter.com. That's our website. Or, you know, on our Facebook page and, of course, on all the social media platforms. So that's that usually gives everybody a day-to-day kind of oversee of our life. So you get to see what we're picking up for sheds and all kinds of fun stuff. That's right. All right, well, don't go anywhere. Coming up next, we have Mr. Greg Ritz. With Huntmasters. Huntmasters Outdoor Channel. That is Sundays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. He is standing by in the wings. He'll be here in just a second. Uh, this has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, My Outdoor TV. We got to get to a break. Right after this. Greg Ritz, he's coming up. Mr. Pat, you were so awesome. God bless you, buddy. Thank you, guys. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trev. Just a cool show about the outdoors. The Revolution. Two dudes who love each other. Travi, they love each other. Travi to Jim B. Jim B, they love each other. Um, okay. Well, the boys will continue right after these important messages. They're not just professional anglers. They're survivors. The world's premier bass fishermen battle to stay alive in the Bass Pro Shop Summit Select. This is it. Do or die. Got one. Get serious about it right now. Yeah. Major League Fishing.
Fishing Geico Selects, Saturdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, only on Outdoor Channel. Introducing the ultimate midsize utility ATV, the all-new Yamaha Kodiak 450. The Kodiak 450 offers class-leading comfort and proven off-road capability with its durable Ultramatic automatic transmission, on-command four-wheel drive, plus optional electric power steering. Starting at just $59.99, see the new Kodiak 450 today at YamahaMotorsports.com. MSRP subject to change. ATVs are recommended for use only by riders age 16 and older. Yamaha recommends an approved training course. See your dealer or call 1-800-887-2887. ATVs can be hazardous to operate. I spy a black pickup truck. Oh, come on. How about something a little easier? Okay. I spy error-free forms, fast ATF processing, a 90-day money-back guarantee, and the largest inventory in the industry. Hmm. I spy powered by. That's right. With over 300 powered by silencer shop retailers nationwide, there's always one close by. Is that easy enough for you? Ha! Almost too easy. Demand powered by. Shop our industry-leading inventory at silencershop.com. The Revolution with Jim and Travis back with the cornerstones of conservation. You will feel absolutely no pain at all. Now a two-part interview with Mr. Greg Ritz of Huntmasters on Outdoor Channel. Brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Check them out at yamahamotorsports.com. This is part one. Hey, we're back. Before the break was old Pat Reeve. Yep. And, of course, he was talking about a lot of different things when it comes to conservation, about keeping animals on your property or attracting them. But our next guest, man, he has got it going on. That's right. He is no Pat Reeve. Make sure you watch the Driven on Outdoor Channel every single Although Tuesday. they've been often mistaken. That's right. Tuesdays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. They are twins. Kind of like old uh, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. That's it. I'm not going to say who's who, though. Hi, so we're just now being joined by Mr. Greg Ritz of Hudmasters. He might be the better looking one. Outdoor Channel Sundays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. And also, if you're in Indiana and you like deer, turkey, and waterfowl, you got to go to the Expo. It is February 23rd. That's this Friday, folks. Uh, through Sunday the 25th, you can uh, see Mr. Greg in person, shake hands, kind of hang out with him. But let's talk real quick about TSI, Timber Stand Improvement. That's right. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> right, as Jimbo says. Thank you for that. Backing me up there. Uh, timber Stand Improvement, unlike a food plot, this isn't something uh, that's going to take shape and magically change in one growing season. That is not how uh, timber stand improvement works. But how do you incorporate this into uh, your, your wildlife whitetail management regimen? Is it essential? Is it something you're putting a lot of time and effort into? Or are you wasting gas? Exactly. What say you, man? Well, it's critical, guys. I mean, it, here, here's I'll boil this down and give you the cliff notes. You know, something that uh, that even you guys can understand. <laughs> <laughs> it comes to whitetails, right? These are the ABCs. Food, cover, and water. That's how you have to think about it. Yeah. Food is broken into two pieces. One, you talked about, we have food plots and we have agricultural fields, right? Yeah. And we also have supplemental feeding. So, you know, the ability to put mineral on the ground to be able to feed these deer, uh, you know, outside of the hunting season to give them everything they need to express their true genetic potential. But 80% of what a deer consumes throughout the year now comes from the forest comes from timber, comes from browse, and comes from the forbs that they eat. And this is what people forget. We try to focus on all these nice clover plots and, and brassica mixes and all this when 80% of their time is spent in the timber. Wow. Now, now, having said that, is there any way to increase the amount of forbs that are out there? No question. So you have to look at your timber in a couple different ways. Okay, so one is to provide food. The other is to provide cover. 
security. And how many times have you heard a guy say, I never walk into this 10 acres or 28. This is my sanctuary. Yeah. Well, that doesn't mean it's a sanctuary. That just means it's a place you don't walk. <laughs> what I mean by that is, is the habitat conducive to security? Mm. And will it help divide the social stress on whitetails? So a lot of guys, they don't go into an area, but they don't think about, is it thick enough? Does it hold the deer in, in a way that if a coyote runs down a ridge, are they going to get blown out? Can they see from one doe group to another doe group? Right. So compartmentalizing your deer is absolutely critical. And that kind of just brings us full circle to what you guys are talking about with timber stand improvement. Hmm. All right. So hinge cutting. I mean, obviously, correct me if I'm wrong. You go into a a stand of timber uh, and let's say you need to really bolster uh, the cover. So you're going to hinge cut some trees. So let's say you cut them half, three quarters of the way through. You lay them over so that foliage still stays alive. But it provides good timber, obviously, too, in a lot of dense uh, canopies where that sunlight doesn't get through. There's no undergrowth, nothing for them, like you said, to browse on. Is this what you're kind of uh, alluding to? Well, there's, there's a couple of different ways. So first of all, from a from a 30,000 foot view, the perfect situation in timber is you have layers inside your woods. So if you think about it, a deer can only reach to about six, maybe seven feet to feed, right? Anything above six or seven feet, you know, is useless unless it's a mass producing crop. So think of the woods as layers. You can use hinge cutting, which is immediate and super effective. About 50% of the trees that you cut will stay alive. They will throw offshoots. The sunlight hits the forest floor. That's the key guys, right? So you don't go in and say, well, I'm just going to cut this little area that's 20 by 20. That ain't going to do anything. Yeah. You got to go cut a quarter or half an acre. Oh, wow. Let that sun come in. As you think about it, as the sun, you know, spins around the earth, it's coming in at different angles. So you want the sun from sun up to sundown to be penetrating that, you know, to the forest floor. So you got to cut a big area. Now, hinge cutting is one option. They call it TSI, timber stand improvement, where you actually go in, you can selectively harvest trees. Right. You can actually get paid to remove trees and to accomplish the same thing. So the forester goes in, he'll tag some trees and say, OK, I'll pay you for this value of your timber. But while he's in there, you say, hey, listen, I want you to open up a bigger area. You're already running the soils. You already had the skid steers. So you can help shape your property at the same time you're getting paid for it. And it's not as as messy or intrusive either. So when they go in and they selectively log, because they already have the equipment there, if you've pre-negotiated this with them to stack the treetops up in certain areas, right, mm-hmm. and to create these landing pads for these deer, you provide cover, you know, not not just in general, good thermal cover, right, that the, so the wind can't penetrate it. And then while the tree is still alive, they'll go in and they'll eat all the leaves. So the other nice thing, and you guys have probably seen this, a lot of times the stumps that they cut will start throwing offshoots. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that accomplishes the same thing. But here's the difference, and a lot of people don't think about this. So when you cut a tree down, let's say it's 18 inches in diameter, you have a tremendous root structure. Yeah. So that root structure takes all the nutrients. So you have all these tentacles underground, right? They they absorb all the nutrients from the available availability in the soil, and they put it into the leaves. Holy cow, I'd never thought of that, really. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, and also, and, and it absolutely will become a deer magnet. You bet. Hey, uh, we've got to take a break. Can you stick around for a second part? This is some great stuff. Absolutely. All right. Hey, we've been talking with Greg Ritz with Huntmasters. This guy, man, he's an encyclopedia. He's definitely the smartest man in this conversation. Huntmasters Outdoor <laughs> Channel Sundays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Also, this week, can go to the Indiana Deer, Turkey, and Waterfowl Expo. Uh, kicks off this Friday, February 23rd through Sunday, February 25th. See this man in person. Learn as much as you can. Give him a hug. Now, Mr. Greg, before we get to a break, where can we find you online? Well, the best place, guys, is obviously social media. It's Greg Ritz Huntmasters on Facebook, Huntmasters TV on Instagram, and Greg Ritz on Twitter for those of you who are Trump followers and fans. <laughs> you bet. Hey, we'll be back with the second part of Greg Ritz right after this. Yep, and this has been brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Hop online, check them out, YamahaMotorsports.com. Greg Ritz. Right after this. Don't go anywhere. Here's Mrs. Bunny with the Whitetail Comeback. The Whitetail Comeback. Today, there are more than 32 million whitetails across the country. However, not that long ago, this species faced a whole other reality. In 1900, America's favorite big game species had a population of less than 500,000 and was in trouble. However, habitat programs, research, science-based management, regulations, and enforcement, all led and funded by hunters, brought the whitetail back to extraordinary levels that we see today. We ain't pretty. We don't smell nice. We shot a whitetail once or twice. But if you don't care, then we don't care. So wave your flag and your guns up in the air. Let's go. Stick around. The revolution will return right after these messages. The greatest outdoor series of all time is now on Outdoor Channel. Deadliest Catch. An inside look at the world's most brutal occupation, Alaskan crab fishing. The ocean's evil and wants to take your life, wants to take your soul. Let's go crab it, boys! It's the perfect storm. Two hours of Deadliest Catch. Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their many stores. With the best selection, prices, and quality, all backed by a legendary guarantee. For the best in outdoor gear, go to www.cabelas.com. Chardonnay Finishing Sauce is one of the many tasty treats that awaits you at High Mountain Seasonings. Order your jerky and sausage kits, snack and sticks, marinades, rubs and shakers, and more by going to HIMTNJerky.com today. That's HIMTNJerky.com. You know, Trev, there's nothing worse than a junk show in the bed of your truck, which is why we're so fired up about deck. That's right, man. Keep the junk in your trunk, not in your truck. All right, so deck truck bed storage systems, man, they give you two full bed link drawers for storing and organizing your tools, your guns, gear, ammo, camo, you name it, Jimbo, Decked can store it. And Decked has a 2,000-pound load rating and can hold up to 200 pounds of tools, gear, and other stuff per drawer. You know, Decked is also weatherproof and secure. Now, you said it, Jimbo, and with Decked, you get storage and organization and you can still use your truck bed like well a truck deck it's 100 made in the usa so check them out at deck.com that's d-e-c-k-e-d.com cornerstones of conservation is the topic on today's revolution with jim and trav and you just give a listen to what you think now let's rejoin the boys and greg ritz of Huntmasters on outdoor channel brought to you by cinch jeans the official clothing brand of the revolution with jim and trav visit them online at cinchjeans.com this is part two 
Hey, we're back with part two with Greg Griss, Man of the Fury. First part, a lot of great information about timber stand improvement and so forth, but Greg has a program called Hunt Masters on Outdoor Channel. It airs Sunday nights at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. That's right, and if you're in Indiana this weekend, you gotta go. Starting this Friday, yeah, go to the Indiana Deer, Turkey, and Waterfowl Expo. Great sandwich. hey Comes with mayonnaise. It's delicious. You know, take Greg some salsa. He really likes salsa. You said something during the break, though, Mr. Greg, about a sanctuary plot. It, it, just set this up real quick. In your property, you have a sanctuary plot, and you don't hunt it. Deer can it's go like there. It's like church. Exactly. There's no pressure whatsoever. Lots of nutrition. And then aside from that, you have your kill plots, and those are designed for killing. That's where the devil hangs out. That's exactly. It. But no, you go there, the Grim Reaper, and you kill in the kill plots, sanctuary plot. It's all about relaxation. Do we get that right? That's absolutely correct. So, like, I'll take a four, six-acre field, and I'll divide it. I'll have corns, beans, brassicas. I'll have a clover border, and I'll typically have adjoining warm-season grasses because that gives them great thermal cover. It gives them good, you know, feeling of security. And then by dividing your plots up with the standing corn, I can subdivide or compartmentalize the deer so that way of 30 deer in a field, they can't see one another because then you create social stress or one freaks out or a coyote runs through or something and it doesn't cause 30 deer to go running because if you want to increase the size of the antlers, I mean, other than age and nutrition, it's stress, right? We got to reduce the stress and uh, some things we can do, some things we can't. We can't control EHD or CWD or ticks or flies. But we can control social stress. Yeah. Now, we have seen uh, an increase, especially in Missouri, in the EHD idea. Are you finding that around your property? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I get touched by it a little bit. But I have found ways to help mitigate that, right? We talked uh, in the previous segment about food cover water. And I am a huge proponent about putting water in throughout your property, clean, fresh water. And some of these could be just taking, you know, a bobcat and just scooping out an area that maybe just you know, is uh, 20 by 20, right? Not a very big area. Doesn't even have to be very deep, right? But an area that's getting runoff every time it rains, so it's always flushing itself out. Leave it to a redneck to simplify everything. That's it. <laughs> I'm telling you what, you got some good ideas, man. Well, you know, when you live it and you listen to people and there's so much information, but, you know, people forget the whitetail is the most studied animal in the world. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's people like yourselves and, and the QDMA and other people just uh, bringing all of us together to share these ideas. And that's why 200-inch whitetail are not unusual anymore. Exactly. All right, Mr. Greg Ritz, Huntmasters on Outdoor Channel Sundays, uh, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Also, make sure if you're in Indiana or anywhere close, fly there. Heck, it doesn't matter where you're at. Go to the Indiana Deer, Turkey, and Waterfowl Expo uh, this weekend, February 23rd through the 25th. Uh, it's going to be so much fun. Now, um, let's talk about trail cameras before we get to a break. You have properties in different locations. Has this really helped enable you to better manage your ground, not only to keep track on, let's say, the wildlife, what is happening there, maybe some things that you should be doing differently? How do you incorporate trail cameras uh, into your management program? Yeah, and, and, and that's it. Trail cameras, that's a great great question because trail cameras are not just for killing whitetails. Yeah. Because I leave my cameras out year round and I document, I keep a journal when my bucks start to shed, when my target bucks start to shed and the, the longer they hold the antlers, the healthier those deer are. I know when my fawns drop, which then I can backdate 205 days and say, oh, there was the peak of the rut. 
right, information off my trail cameras, as oh, yeah. well as how much time do deer spend in the food sources that I provide them, including inside the hinge cut areas. So use it to document your deer. Not, don't think of it solely as, oh, my God, there's the buck. I got to go kill him. Yeah, you bet. Hey, now, finally, you just finished a recording. Actually, the season coming up. What are some of the things we can look forward to this fall? Well, I, th- I think one of the one of the best shows that I, I think I'm going to have is we I picked up a new ranch in Missouri, a big piece of ground, and I'm going to document every single year transforming this property. So I'm walking onto it new, wow. like the average guy. And I had no idea what the deer were on there. I had a few trail camera pictures, but you can't document everything in one year because I just uh, got access to the property during the summer. And uh, But now, as I start implementing the food plot strategy and the timber stand improvement and the warm season grasses and putting water in and things of that nature, people can follow for the next several years this process where we're going to document it on social media, but we're going to kick it off in this episode. And besides, I was blessed to shoot 160-inch deer. Holy cow! (laughs) That is great. Hey, we've been talking with Greg Ritz. He has Huntmasters on Outdoor Channel Sundays at 8.30 p.m. Hey, coming up next, we've got Matt McKeever. He's public affairs for L.L. Bean. That's right, and L.L. Bean, Guide to the Outdoors. That is on Outdoor Channel as well. Tuesdays, 1.30 p.m. Eastern Time. But Huntmasters every single Sunday. That is the best way uh, to end your weekend and to start your work week is by watching Huntmasters Sundays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time with Mr. Greg Ritz. Also, the Indiana Deer, Turkey, and Waterfowl Expo this weekend starts Friday, goes through Sunday. Now, Mr. Greg, where can we find you online, buddy? Well, social media, obviously, uh, you can go to Huntmasters.com or Facebook. Facebook, Greg Ritz Huntmasters, Instagram, Huntmasters TV, and uh, for the older generation who's still on Twitter, Greg Ritz. <laughs> That's right. Or he will be frost seeding in a field near you somewhere. <laughs> All right, Mr. Greg, you were so awesome. We got to get to a break. Uh, this has been brought to you, though, by Cinch Jeans, the official clothing brand of the Revolution with Jim and Trav. Hop online, check them out, cinchjeans.com. Mr. Greg, man, you're a legend. You're awesome. God bless you. Have a great day, guys. Greg Ritz. Bagging my things into my car. All I have is one camo shirt. It's everything I knew about you. Uh, I love you, Greg. I think I think I let it go too far. Sorry, I broke in your house. Should have never tried to change you. Yeah, I should have kidnapped you. Come listen to a story about some boys I know. They hunt and fish a lot and have a funny show. They love this great land, happy to be free. Give it up for Trav and Papa Jim B. Don't move. The revolution with Jim and Trav will return right after these important messages. Located in the heart of Maui's premier resort, Kanapali Beach Hotel is officially recognized as Hawaii's most Hawaiian hotel and the number one best value in Hawaii. With a range of accommodations and affordable dining options, this is the ideal setting to turn Hawaiian dreams into lifelong memories. Live Hawaiian entertainment every evening, free year-round children's programs, weekly arts and crafts fairs, welcome breakfast, and departure kukui lei ceremonies add to the value. Swim in the whale-shaped pool, indulge in the 
fabulous spa and hotel salon. Enjoy Hawaiian hospitality at its best at the Ka'anapali Beach Hotel. Call 800-262-8450 or go to kbhmaui.com. That's kbhmaui.com. Aloha. Welcome back to the revolution with Jim and Trev and our cornerstones of conservation show. You've arrived here at a critical moment. Here's Mac McKeever, public affairs for L.L. Bean and L.L. Bean Guide to the Outdoors on Outdoor Channel. Brought to you by Debt, High Mountain Seasonings, Cabela's, Silencer Shop, and Sticky Holsters. Here's Jim and Trev. Hey, we're back. We're talking about the cornerstones of conservation. And uh, before the break, we had Greg Ritz on. He has a program called Huntmasters on Outdoor Channel, airing Sundays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Mr. Greg was on the show. Okay. <laughs> so we're just now being joined. Do, 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 do. Yep, by Mr. Mac McKeever. He is awesome. He's a Mac Daddy of uh, Public Affairs uh, for L.L. Bean. Make sure you watch, though, L.L. Bean, Guide to the Outdoors on Outdoor Channel with Mr. Bill Gorman. Such a fantastic show, Mr. Mac. How's it going, man? It's going great. You guys, thanks a lot for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, uh, the sh- title of the show this week is Cornerstones of Conservation. Now, you guys, and I'm talking about L.L. Bean, goes back 100 years. Kind of bring us up to speed on what L.L. Bean has been doing in the last 100 years in the next three minutes. <laughs> yeah, over it's actually over 105 years. The company started in, in a 1912 oh, wow. with our founder, Leon Leonwood Bean, and he developed the main hunting shoe, the Bean Boot, which was you know revolutionary in his time for outdoor footwear. But he was an avid outdoorsman. He was an avid angler, avid hunter. And he realized fully the spiritual and physical rewards that come from spending a life outdoors. And as a result, he wanted he wanted to protect that. So throughout our entire history, uh, starting right from the right from LL himself, our founder, we've been working hard with a number of organizations to make sure that we're making the great outdoors well, you know, even greater. Exactly. Once again, Mac McKeever, Public Affairs, uh, there at LL Bean. You know, it's kind of interesting. We're talking all throughout the show. Um, about conservation and ensuring it's going to be there for future generations. And this is something that is so vital because I think a lot of kids today, you know, we had the greatest outdoorsman sportsman, uh, the baby boomers generation. Then you have knuckleheads like me that come around. You know, we're constantly littering, not really caring, but we're eating green. Okay, (laughs) this is something, Mac. (laughs) Exactly. We can kind of contradict ourselves there. Um, This is something we need to be very cognitive of. And we need to get involved with, and that is something uh, there at LLB, and you guys have made a staple of your organization. It's part of our culture. It's part of our ethos. It's part of our DNA. For decades upon decades, we've been supporting these groups, folks like the National Wild Turkey Federation. In particular, you referenced the youth, in particular their Jake's program, which is a very effective program, which we're more than happy to support. Oh, yeah. We, we help to support the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation, Rough Grouse Society for their, you know, land, land uh, conservation efforts and that kind of thing. The Coastal Conservation Association, Trout Unlimited, Ducks Unlimited. I think in my own life, you know, how, what the outdoors has meant to me, you know, it's intrinsically part of who I am. But if we didn't have places to go and pursue the game and wide open spaces uh, to recreate in, you know, that w- I wouldn't have that element in my life. And I think that's one of the big things that we're trying to get across throughout these various conservation efforts and working with these groups with the focus, with the slant 
on youth development and that kind of thing. Oh, that's so true. Mr. Mac McKeever, public affairs for L.O. Bean. And make sure you watch L.O. Bean Guide to the Outdoors on Outdoor Channel. Uh, once again, hop on OutdoorChannel.com and check your listings. Uh, see when it's going to air. You know, you're talking about kiddos and it, they put so much emphasis and value in electronics and going doing this and buying this. And they're so caught up in frivolous Things that don't truly matter and putting the spotlight back on the outdoors and getting kids outdoors and making sure that it's going to be there when they actually get there is so important. But you talk about your partnership with the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation. Look how they have reestablished herds all throughout the United States and what they're doing and how they hadn't been in 100 years. Exactly. And how the numbers are just rebounding in the over the counter opportunities for hunters to just go and buy a tag, you know, a long time ago. That was like the bucket list hunt of all bucket list hunts. And now that is something tangible that a lot of hunters can actually do. And and if it wasn't for partnerships like with L.L. Bean, that wouldn't have been possible. It is so it is so fulfilling for for organizations like us to see the great work that these folks do. And, you know, it just makes us want to keep doing it and more and more of it because a lot of these organizations are very, very effective at that. Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation, like you said, National Wild Turkey, I referenced earlier with their Jake's program, CCA doing what they can to clean up the, you know, clean up the ocean, Ducks Unlimited with what they're doing to preserve water, you know, waterlands and and wetlands and that kind of thing. Atlantic Salmon Federation, you know, the list goes on and on. So many groups are doing really, really, really good work to just help them make the outdoors, you know, greater for all of us, too, which is why we keep doing it. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Mac McKeever. And of course, he's a public affairs guy for L.L. Bean. And make sure you watch L.L. Bean, Guide to the Outdoors on Outdoor Channel. Uh, once again, just go to OutdoorChannel.com. Check the listings. Make sure you watch the show or you pick up anytime on the My Outdoor TV app. That's what you have to do. Now, Mr. Mac, to learn more about you, L.L. Bean, uh, the partnerships that you guys are involved with uh, to really bolster conservation efforts all across the country, where can we find you guys online? Go to LLBean.com, and there's a whole section on uh, in that site that talks about all the groups that we're working with and how we work with them and in what ways and the importance of it. And, you know, uh, it's a great website. I think it'll, it'll inspire folks to say, you know what, maybe there's more I could do personally myself. You bet. Hey, that was Mac McKeever, and, of course, this guy knows a heck of a lot about conservation. That's right. Yeah, and make sure if you see him, give him some shellfish. That's, That's it. You gotta do. He really <laughs> likes that, folks. Oh, let's not go there. Crawfish at Dufay. <laughs> All right, this has been brought to you by Deck Timeout Seasonings, Cabela's, Silencer Shop, and Sticky Holsters. Got to get to a break. Mr. Mac, you were so awesome. Keep up the great work. God bless you, buddy. Gentlemen, have a great day, and thanks for doing the show on this very important issue. Here's Mrs. Bunny with Funding for Wildlife. Funding for Wildlife. The Pittman-Robertson Wildlife Restoration Act, begun in 1937, put an excise tax on the sale of all sporting arms and ammunition. And in 1950, the Dingle-Johnson Act placed a similar tax on fishing equipment. Today, every time you buy hunting and fishing gear, you contribute to this fund, which generates upwards of $1 billion every year. This money has been used far and wide to conserve America's key wildlife habitat. When you combine funding from this excise tax with the state license and tax sales sportsmen pay each year, it constitutes the majority of funding for wildlife in North America, paid for by sportsmen. This is the revolution with Jim and Trav. Jim and Trav are boycotting the Winter Olympics in South Korea until they add their favorite sport, couch farting. (laughs) Connect with the boys on social media and always at JimandTrav.com. Don't move. The revolution will continue next. 
Introducing a pickup truck so tough, so rugged, you become a real man just by sitting in it. So get ready to outwork and outlast any other pickup on the planet. Sound familiar? Pickup truck ads will do anything to make their trucks sound invincible. But let's get real. No truck lasts forever. The more miles, the more repairs. It's just common sense. Yet most truck warranties offer bumper-to-bumper coverage for just three years, 36,000 miles. <laughs> that isn't much of a long haul for most truckers. So when you hear claims like, All-time toughest truck in the world, you know it doesn't mean much unless they can back it up. That's why we built the 2017 Nissan Titan to work hard and backed it with America's best truck warranty. Five years, 100,000 miles, bumper to bumper. Now that's a hardcore truck warranty. Take on tough jobs with the 2017 Nissan Titan family of trucks. Limited warranty details available at your local Nissan dealer. Certain exclusions apply. Call 1-800-249-7225 for comparison details. Right now, watch thousands of the best outdoor TV shows with My Outdoor TV. This is how we do it. It's real people, real adrenaline. The new app that lets you stream from the world's largest library of exclusive outdoor content. Y'all want more? I'm going to give you more. You can even download. It's adventure to go. That's what I'm talking about. Powered by the leaders. Built on the experience of legends. Start your free trial today. Download the My Outdoor TV app right now. Outdoor adventure and great eating go hand in hand with all of our High Mountain Seasonings jerky kits, snack and sticks, buckboard bacon, finishing sauces, rubs and shakers, marinades, and more. Go to HIMTNJerky.com or call 1-800-829-2285 today. Goodbye, I gotta go. Show's over, we're going home. When is it gonna end? Well, that concludes the revolution with Jim and Trav this week. You can always follow the boys at JimandTrav.com. Hey, what a great show this week, man. And you know, we learned so much about conservation and things that we can do individually. Yeah, this was a real fun and educational show. Big shout out, though, to Mr. Pat Reeve for dropping by Greg Ritz. Also, Mac McKeever, Mrs. Bunny, you were great, too. Thanks, guys. Hey, we want to thank our 515 affiliate stations, our advertisers, and everyone that makes the show possible. Like Miss Bunny, Fun Joe, our producer Mark Maneri, and Frank the Sound Guy. And remember, folks, to get outdoors this weekend, take some kiddos with you, teach them about conservation, teach them about firearm safety, sustainability, and let them know that you care. Mrs. Bunny, last word? Uh, love the comments coming in on the website, guys. We read every single one of them just so you know. Keep them coming. We love your feedback. Hey, Dateline Puerto Rico. Oh, yeah, by the way, Puerto Rico, they have Chihuahua wiener dog mixes that are rescue dog. <laughs> what do they rescue? It says, uh, I don't know, rice and beans? <laughs> uh, anyways, gotta go check it out. That's pretty cool. God bless Puerto Rico and America. You know what? We rule. We'll return next week. America, we love you. 